Welcome back to another episode of Six Pants None the Richer. Just kidding. Six Pints None the Richer. My name is John. And I'm Daniel. And we are here with episode 14 of Six Pints None the Richer. Yes. Uh, right before we started recording, Dan said that we had a pretty wild episode ahead of us, and I'm very excited. I tried my best not to peek because he was very tactfully covering up all the labels. <laughs> So I don't see what I'm, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at right now, except six cans, can tops, six cans, yeah, six cans, none the richer. I like the surprise part of it. Yes, I can tell. (laughs) I even asked like, do you want to do like the photo right now? He's like, no, I'll do it right after. No, God, I wait. Right after we record. (laughs) Exactly. So before I get ahead of myself, like I did last week, because it was a while, do we have a top of the... We do have a top of the show. I knew. Okay, top cool. Of the drink. And this one is even, uh, this one is local as well. This one that we're going to be drinking is uh, from Foreign Local Brewery. Uh, they're kind of new to our area. They've been oh, over cool. there. They're in Hammond. Um, and they're, uh, we've only been distributing them maybe about a month and a half, or we've been carrying them. They just okay. finally came over. I knew they were at Hop Station for a little bit, and I saw the cans in the cooler, and I said, hey, what are those cans? They're like, oh, mm-hmm. these guys. And then I just contacted them. And because I'm like, I know if they're op station, no one, nowhere else. Like if I'm not getting, if they're getting them and I'm not, that means no one else is probably. So I do find like, you two pretty synonymous for sure. Well, just, Citywide and right. op station. And I try to like, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty good uh, work together. If it's like mm-hmm. not with us, they have it vice versa. But also mm-hmm. it's like for a brewery, hey, if you're driving to the area, like you might as well make two stops instead of one. Like right. make them be able to have a little more. Right. Um, yeah. And if we can add some beers to the cooler, why not? Why the heck um, not? So what I've had from them is they do a lot of like fruited sours and fruited oh, okay. like pastry and those kinds of things. So this one is a pastry sour ale from them. This is Acid Snacks blackberry custard uh so Whoa. they do a lot of different like um where it's Strong like a base yeah Jeez. yeah exactly um where they have like the base beer and then they do different flavors mm-hmm. in them so mm-hmm. they have their different like astral projection or something like there's a there's multiple ones like that where it's just like this and then they say the fruits in it uh, so yeah this is the blackberry custard uh so it's uh blackberries vanilla and bavarian custard holy crud so we're gonna see what this is like and I'm pretty, this is already one super full can. Yeah. You know, it's local when they're like topping it up past yeah. an unreasonable amount. I mean, it's best for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Get your money's worth out of mm-hmm. it. Jeez. Yeah. Already I spilled some onto my hand and then had to lick it off and it already tastes pretty good. So I'm excited That's awesome. about it. That's a good sign too. Mm-hmm. Really cool art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of their art is very, I don't know exactly how you describe it, but it's like, like it's very, it's very reminiscent of something for me, like line art kind of, um, like kind of comic booky. I don't know, like, but a lot of animals and things like that. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's always pretty neat. But yeah, very. But this beer is very good. The good. custard, like on that smell, even the mm-hmm. nose is like, jeez. It definitely gives like you some good. That uh eggy vibes to yeah it. yeah yeah for sure yeah. definitely that's the element that i guess i don't think about when i'm eating custard but like yeah like that's a good amount of it and yeah. that's definitely the flavor that you're getting this reminds me a lot of uh that um like a less sour version of that hoplore blackberry cobbler dream that we oh, were drinking yeah. like this i mean it's blackberry as well so it makes sense but this reminds me a lot like flavor wise thickness wise like not as sour again but yeah. also like smoother the 
the custard part of it kind of does smooth out the finish, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, the the berry definitely finishes. It's very, like, well-layered. I mean, I think I've talked about this in the last episode, but I'm a very big fan of, like, kind of like a really fancy meal where it's, like, you can drink it as, like, one unit, but if you, like, really put your mind to it, you can taste the layers of it each individually mm-hmm. sectioned out. So, like, right. you know, the nose is very custardy, has, like, a very vanilla, like, taste to it, and then the finish is very berry-esque mm-hmm. but if you just drink it and crush it it's like it's a sour right definitely yeah huge fan of drinks that are like that mm-hmm. seems kind of hard to do too right yeah where i don't know you can do something where everything combines really well or they can be separate and good but sometimes it's just like yeah all these separate elements do their own thing but it's nice when they like fit well together and just yeah. like you said give you waves of flavor mm-hmm yeah, crazy, crazy good. Big fan. Not too sour. I'm usually very hesitant with sours. Mm-hmm. It really does taste like the sour is just from the blackberry, too. It's just like I, I literally right. had blackberries before mm-hmm. we started recording. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, good pairing. Primed for blackberry. Yeah, I am yeah, primed. Definitely. <laughs> so speaking of you not wanting sours, we're going to drink in a few sours tonight. Oh, boy. So we wild. are doing a nice. So we're doing a mixture here. So tonight's brewery, I mean, you've seen it from the podcast name um but we are doing so this week is uh breweries unani and uh hubbard's cave which are both brewed in the same yes. brewery oh. we were talking about doing them for a little while ago they are both in uh niles illinois um and i was hoping that because usually we get some different ones from them every couple weeks and i was hoping we were gonna have like because they have a really good pilsner that i've had and they have some other like lighter ones well luckily in stock right now we had three sours and three big imperial stouts so that's what we're gonna be contrast (laughs) that's what we're gonna be drinking tonight um to where like yeah it's like their unani side is more yeah their sours their lagers those Mm -hmm. kinds of things and then the hubbard's cave is more like the big stouts and excited to have them we had them for a little bit like a year ago and then the distributor i don't know like something happened and then now they have a brand new distributor a guy who's only he's basically his only two distribution clients are this brewery and transient so far so he's the guy who's bringing both of them in so he's driving yeah yeah it's a really small distributorship so excited for that like supporting Mm -hmm. those kinds of things especially for the uh breweries then get um a lot of attention that way. So the first one we're going to be starting with this is an interesting one. This is going to be, it's called No Regrets. Again, this is Unani No Regrets. This is American Wild Ale fermented with limes and dry hopped with mosaic hops. Ooh, so that sounds sour for sure. Yes, <laughs> sounds like int- a margarita. Almost. Right? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in how the uh, how um, the mosaic hops are going to play in it as well, like. To feel like dry hopped or just hopped sours in general is mm-hmm. kind of an interesting, I mean, whatever, beer has hops, but like when it's like one Ooh. of the main ingredients of a sour. That is stanky. Um, Not dank. Stank. <laughs> it's stank. It's definitely, it's got like almost, I don't know if it's the sour and the lime playing with the hop, right. but it kind of gives you like herbaceous notes too, or like almost like mint, like like sage or something like basil. that too. Yeah, 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 yeah totally exactly. Basil. Where and that could just be the way the Ooh. hops played with like the sourness that came through, and it could just be the sour notes from the yeast. Yeah, 
That is very good. This is like a good, like boating beer. Yeah. Yeah. If that had, if it was about half a sour and they put some salt in it, mm-hmm. like that'd be, <laughs> like this is really good, but it is like on the upper end of sour for me. Like I'm really like mouthwateringly sour. Like I love sour stuff. I love sour candies totally. or some of my yeah. favorites. Um, the hops are kind of nice level because you don't really taste a ton of it. You really do get like that. It's very lime forward in like yeah. a, I don't know, a good lime way. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know a, the finish a is dumb way limey. to say that, but yeah. it's like, I think when you get lime, you think it's, it's somewhere in between fruit lime and like lime flavor, mm-hmm. like lime flavoring where yeah. like that kind of like burst. Yeah. I wonder if they just did the hops just to kind of like round it out with something. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives that like basil, um, herbal, like byproduct. Yeah, but for sure. Taste it, it's totally lime. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, definitely, definitely gives it texture too, for sure. Like, I feel like the, I don't know. And then as as I've been drinking it and as I'm like finishing it, it seems like the even some of like the graininess is kind of coming through. Like maybe as my mouth finally yeah. like stops getting the sour, it like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's really good. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for the next ones coming up because those are more fruited sours. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really like sours. I think I'm just, like, partially traumatized from the very first sour I ever, like, had, which was a cherry sour. And that was, mm-hmm. like, pretty cliche, but that was pretty medicinally. Was that... Wait, was forward. that... um? Was that Yazoo, did you say? It was at... Well, it was at Craft Brewed in Nashville. I don't think it was Yazoo. Because they're, I mean, they're pretty sour forward, I know. They do a they're lot of sours. They're sour forward, um, totally. And I know I've had some of their sours, and some of them, like... They're very astringent brewery. Th- yeah, they're very... Because <laughs> we had them for a little bit yeah. at our store, and their sours are very on the sour side, for sure. <laughs> it's not it like... probably was... Because I think some, I mean, some of theirs, I feel like they're doing oak aging as well, which like just adds even more like, because once you start doing sours in the oak and in like fooders and stuff, like it starts giving you like tannic notes as well. So it's yeah. really like oaky dryness that you get like when you're drinking. Um, like the Sioux one, that one's very oak and borderline barley wine. You know, the bomber Sioux, it's like a black label with like an eye in the middle of it or whatever. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I know, I know it was at Citywide. It was like one of the first days, like you and I were talking and I was asking mm-hmm. like, do you guys have Yazoo? Cause I just moved in. From oh Nashville yeah. 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 Yep, I know. What you're, yep. And you're like, we have two bombers. Yeah. And I yeah, bought both yep. and neither I liked. I remember. Yeah. It was cause it was like, yeah, it was like an Illuminati eye kind of thing. Like yeah. That. That's yes. What it was. I remember that. Yep. That is super. Yeah. Their stuff is. And oak. Theirs is like, like Upland sour, which I think Uplands are like crazy sour, but also I feel like Upland balances like Very you balanced. get the sour and you when they're like there's this fruit in it and you're like wow this is really like it's almost like wine like yeah theirs. yeah for sure yeah exactly like where if if upland is like wine like is that what you were saying yeah and where like yazoo is like almost vinegar which not the acidity, i mean acidity like right. rots your tooth where yeah because they were doing um I think one was like a brown sour, like an Ode Brune, which is like an old school European style mm. where it's like a dark, like a Flanders brown. Like, I, I don't know if we've done Flanders red before, but it's like that kind of like very Venice quality. But okay. when you do the brown, it really like, 
when you have that vinegary plus those darker malts, like it really gives you like, like umami to a, to a like miso soy sauce, like level, like it's in like that kind of like end of the flavor. We'll have to do some of those sometime. We'll have to find one. Definitely. I love (laughs) probably more for nostalgia, but I really do love Yazoo. It's just, man, when they lean into it, it's just like, right. You guys can like take two steps back and like breathe for a minute and just know this sucks. Well, they're in the (laughs) middle. Yeah, (laughs) that's, I know that that's one of the most frustrating things to me. I know we've talked about breweries doing that before where it's like a brewery that I'm just like, I know you know how to make good beer yeah. and I know you know what good beer tastes like. Some of my favorite Why did you release this beer? Still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their pale ale, Dos Peros is like phenomenal. Right. But good grief. <laughs> yeah. Next time that you take a car to Nashville. One with a live battery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to get that. Yeah. Except my wife. Yeah, John has a has a has a broken battery in his car. The bro- the battery just broke in half. Yep. Um, Lit- not literally. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd probably have to call like nine one one. Right. There's some leakage from the battery yeah. on the ground. It's just there's like a melting the through the ground. Yeah. <laughs> my engine just fell out from all that. But I think uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, anyways, next time you do drive to uh, Nashville or something like that, we'll have to pick a few breweries down there that you can get six of and like line them up. Cause that is, you know, we'll call that the Midwest. It's kind of flirting with the South, but you know, it, they're close enough to where we can, if we're going to say like, I might do some stuff from Wisconsin, I might do some stuff from Missouri. I think we can extend Tennessee into that bracket of like close enough. Not that yeah. we're going to never do things from so far outside, but if we can get six beers from like any brewery, I think it's <laughs> Kentucky and Tennessee both flirt with either side of the region. It's like, yeah, some days you're Midwest, some days you're the South. No right. one knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah. The, very ambiguous at that specific point. Right. Flirting with the Mason-Dixon. It's, there you go. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah. Uh, it is the Bible Belt, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for better for worse. South of the rust, for sure. Yeah, south of rust, yeah. Anyways. Right. So. I smell pear and, for sure. Yes. I haven't even introduced this I beer yet. Peak, I was talking too much. This is. <laughs> I smell the, pear right up the, right on the nose. Right up the front. Right so up. the next beer that we're drinking, uh, this is again from Unani. This is Le Soul 27. And I'm saying that so slowly because it's Roman numerals and it takes me a second to read them. But this is an, again, American wild ale. So I would assume a pretty similar base for this one. And this is fermented with pear and pomegranate. There it is. So. Oh, pomegranate though it's gonna probably be like the last one where you'll probably say some pomegranate like near the end i feel like i just get the pomegranate on the nose and i don't get really yeah that's hmm but i definitely get the pear on that flavor that is really good like in comparison Hmm. with the one we just had i feel like this is a lot softer and maybe the pear is kind of like helping that a little bit but just like it's got like the boldness of like pomegranate juice, but I just don't like taste it. Mm-hmm. Soft for sure, though. It's not as sharply tart for sure. Like it's sweeter. Mm-hmm. Still pretty sour, but on the same end, it's like definitely more sweetness. Definitely more crushable. As much as a freak would want to crush um, a sour ale, but <laughs> I'll be praying for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like your eyes would like dehydrate just. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Just like grape up, right? <laughs> yeah, I just saw a, a beer Twitter meme today of uh, the one that's been going around. That is uh, like it's a cut from Stranger Things, and it's just like a uh, it's like eleven 
the character and she's like up against the wall and she's like look she's like around the corner is like a bad guy or whatever and at the bottom because it's like you know the closed captioning or whatever and it says like 11 pants or whatever and it's like this and it's like your packing list for going to like an all lambic tasting or something because it's like you're just just gonna crush you know just don't just don't drink yeah. a ton of sours in a day like yeah. have a nice little mixture yeah now i have to remember to save that meme when i get home so that i can insert it in the episode here so people can see it um but they won't be seeing it until like a while from now since yeah. we're since the recordings are gonna be coming out for a bit <laughs> <laughs> True. Trying not, I, I'm trying to stop saying dates now because I feel like, like, all right, I'm not going to say when we're recording this, but you know, in general area now, if you know, and that's just strong accountability, though. Yeah, of course. We need, we need to get this going. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah, this this week. Whatever week that this episode is coming out, I don't think we have a date. Yet, this is so the this week. Is so the just week. so this yes. is the week that this episode yes. was supposed to come out. Yes. Just but so you're you welcome. know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> verdict on this beer, though. I don't do this that much. I need to be better about giving verdicts on the beers. But other than just saying, it's good. Uh, yeah. Like that's, yeah, it's just, I really like the pair, like, notes of this, for sure. I feel like it, like, helps the sour a lot. Yeah. And makes me not want to die drinking it. Like Yeah. I would probably say... Yeah, it's I would say good too. I mean, it's like probably softer than I prefer, which sounds hilarious because I'm like I don't like sours. Or, mm-hmm. They're too sour. <laughs> That's usually sour a lot enough. of people. <laughs> yeah, I I'm anyone who's uh been a bartender or anyone who's like served the general public or even just shown people anything in a store if you worked retail mm-hmm. where you're just like somebody's like I want this and you're like, "Oh, here are four versions of that thing." And they're just like Okay, I don't want any of those. You're like, yeah. I showed you what you asked for. This is what you have. Or, but I can, I can at least understand it when someone's looking for a specific beer, or they're like, oh, do you have anything? Like this last week, I had somebody's like, oh, do you have anything like blood orange? And I'm like, oh yeah, I've got this sour. Ugh, I don't know, not that, anything but that. Not like, sours. Okay, all right, you asked for this, but then the whole that's not a beer argument, which is not an argument because it's false, but. Anyway, it is legally a beer. Yeah, it is literally You're just beer. arrogant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, it doesn't taste like Bud Light. Um, <laughs> so the next one that we're drinking, um, sorry to the cherry haters. This is Unani Creek, which uh, Creek is, I believe, Belgian for cherry. Um, and there's like, it's a pretty popular style. If at any time you see a lot of like Belgian sours, like it'll be like, this is a Creek or mm-hmm. like a uh, Lindemann's does a Creek. Yeah. And, uh, but this one is an American wild ale, same as the others, uh, with Morello cherry. <laughs> Talking about memes. I feel like, uh, Jordan Peele, that meme right now where he's like sweating. You're bullets. just sweating your ass <laughs> off like, right now. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about now. cherries. Right. I think just judging after the last two, I feel like... Please don't suck. I feel like this one's going to be up the right alley. Like, I feel like it's the last two have dark. been... No. Definitely not. It's... That one was like... Looks like blood. It was so dark and thick. <laughs> this one's like... Not that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it smells like it, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in craft brewed right now. It does have... With a flight in front of me. It does have some medicinal notes on the nose for sure. Definitely a diff- little bit of Robitussin. But the verdict is no me gusta. The flavor is very like bright red cherry. Like but the flavor is very, like as much as I love cherry pie filling, the flavor is very, 
and I don't know if that's just this breed of cherry, like Morello mm. cherry versus Bing cherry, and I don't know what where those flavors come off differently, but mm-hmm. definitely like like if you like a very sour version of if you cracked open like a thing of like maraschino cherries and like took a sip of the water out of there. Like, like that's, I mean, that's the kind of like cherry flavor I get, like, yeah. which isn't fake cherry. It's like from those, but the like specific yeah. kind of cherry, really not much of a finish either. It's I was about to like, say it's very like thin Yeah, for a finish. Where in the others, like, which is weird to me because all these beers, and I'd love to hear otherwise, but it's like, they both, they all say like American wild ale with blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're not differentiating a lot. So maybe there are different bases. Maybe there's not, maybe they're using like a few different ones. Just, or it's just like pomegranate really sticks to your palate for the last one. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just like that's what's sticking. Right. Or the lime one. I mean, lime really, like the the acid, like the flavors really stick to the palate. Like if you ever have a margarita, which everyone except West Michiganders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can say that being from there. Uh, no offense, everyone. But... Uh, I feel like margaritas like stick to your palate because of like the lime that could be in there or whatever. Like mm-hmm. actual margaritas, not sugar bombs that right. you get from like Mexican restaurants with like the order number eighty three. Right, not from yeah, white, happy white like person Mex- for, Mexican restaurants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, jokes aside, though, like an actual like margarita when you like push in like a bunch of limes in there, like those mm. stick to your palate very strong. Mm. So. All that being said, I wonder if it's just the fruit that's like sticking to the palate and this one just isn't. Cherries aren't like that acidic. No. Black cherries maybe, but this isn't a black cherry. No, I feel like the cherry flavor is pretty subtle in this. Like, I mean, I get fruit and then it's like I really do get cherry, but maybe if I wasn't presented with like knowing it was a cherry, like maybe I wouldn't know. Yeah. The color's at least red, so like that might... (laughs) lean you towards pass. that but yeah <laughs> get a pass yeah. on that exactly well it's red mm-hmm. the more i drink it the more i actually do enjoy it this isn't bad probably because it's not sticking to the palate and it's just like right sour even when i'm done sipping on it yeah yeah exactly no i definitely all right so we've made it through the sours three down three to go we're working our way into the stouts okay by working our way, I mean we are getting in a car wreck right ahead into the <laughs> stouts. Soon. Yes. <laughs> Rest in spaghetti, never forgetty. R.I.P. My Civic. <laughs> it's not totaled. It's just dead battery. Yeah. Split battery. Yeah. Broken in half on the street. Um, <laughs> so this one is now we're finally we're moving into the Hubbard's Cave away mm-hmm. from the Unani. Uh, but again, same brewery. Brewed at the same facility, at least. How about that? So this first one we're reading is Accident in Hubbard's Cave. This is a newish one. We've had this for probably less than a month, I would say. Um, and it is uh, an unadjuncted stout. So that's why I chose this one first. The next two are adjuncted. This one just says Imperial Stout. There mm-hmm. isn't anything else to it, to my knowledge. Okay. And in this day and age of the pastryarchy, of the pastry stouts, I'm always interested in non-adjuncted stouts like it's and when you say adjunct you mean like adding stuff to it yeah exactly any kind of yeah unadulterated stouts there's no right. maple syrup there's no 
orange peel. There's no coffee. There's no, which I love a coffee stout, but I'm saying like if somebody is making a stout and it's just a stout, like I'm mm-hmm. always really interested in trying it. And some of them always you know, surprise you. You can yeah. get some really nice ones, make like a really good dry stout that I'm sad that uh, this now there again, if I've talked about this uh, fast forward 35 seconds, but uh, the or 20 minutes, yeah, <laughs> the only only or second only like Trappist brewery in America was recently decided uh, it's called Spencer Brewing. Um, is that I forget what last the, episode did we talk? We did yeah. not talk about this last episode. I'm past forwarding. Okay, thank personally. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. But uh, they made a really good stout. You say yeah. belt like monks in America brewing beer, and they made a really really good stout called the Trappist Imperial Stout, and they yeah. decided to stop making beer. So, and I'm sad because that was one of. I had that stout and I was like, this is exactly what I want out of like a non-adjuncted stout. And then then like two weeks later, it's like, they've decided to stop brewing beer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's so good. But I'm going to drink this one now. It, I am a big fan. It's, I, I haven't even tasted it yet, but just the smell, like this is just what stouts should taste like unadjuncted where it's like. Naturally cocoa, some date. I'm just going to like look raisin. at their. Look at their untapped to see if they like did put anything in. They're just not putting it on the label because like, but this is if they didn't like, amazing because you should be getting these flavors just out of malts. Like yeah, people started putting in coffee and stuff because they're like, oh, I kind of get coffee notes or whatever. When like, oh, let's do coffee. Like that'd be mm-hmm. fun. Let's make this bigger coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. But really, you should be getting those flavors from the different roasted malts. You should be getting it from the carbonation, like those soft kind of vanilliness. Totally. Like, so let us see that awkward moment when he forgot you have your john's got the noises on his phone for when yeah, you never, type never he I is never. like a grandma that oh my you gosh, yeah my brightness is like shot straight up i can hear you playing candy crush <laughs> i can see all the words on your phone from here because they're like 45 font point you're just like you have the extreme magnifier on there um, i actually do have a reason why my sound was on you have the accessibility home button on your screen in case you don't want to touch the home button. Because, is that a thing? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I don't. No I don't idea. know if you. I don't know if it is a thing, honestly, anymore. When the ones uh, without the home buttons, but that was for that, that was more for people who like you used for your phone for so long that the button just stopped working. So you put the accessibility. You put oh. like you put the <laughs> button on the screen so you can touch that. Mm, um, I but have no clue. According to Untapped, uh, yes. for the details on this beer, it says. This based out with no adjuncts or extra ingredients. So that's, I mean, the brewery is specifically saying that. It's not just someone's anything. Like, they had to put that in the profile when they created it. So, Wow. Bravo to them. It smells like marshmallow. smells like coconut. Like, smells amazing. Again, I haven't even sipped this yet. Oh, now that you said that, I do smell it. I mean, I took a sip before I Mm -hmm. smelled it. And after that, I was, like, smelling nothing but, like I said earlier, dates and raisins and cocoa. Mm. But now you said marshmallow and coconut, I'm like, yep. I get like maple syrup on the flavor. Yeah. Like that like bitter, like baker's chocolate kind of on the finish. Like I think that's one thing I really appreciate about like what made me like about stouts initially was like if you do it right, you can get like kind of whatever you want out of it if you like look for it. Mm-hmm. But you know, people started adding a bunch of stuff. So it's like, well, I'm going to clearly look for coffee in it because right. well, it yeah. there's coffee in it. And that's what I'll find. Yeah. But like to do a really good stout, it's like, 
kind of hard to come by lately. Yeah, for sure. And this is like, it's as much as like sweetness is usually a complaint by me. I feel like another issue with non-adjuncted stouts is that a lot of them are just very like umami, like very like mm. they're just kind of like almost tart on the finish by how much like how overly how many like over roasted malts they use or like on the much darker end of malts that they yeah. use where you really get just like a lot of that like dark flavor depth of flavor where this one is like nice and sweet mm-hmm. like and it finishes sweet mm-hmm. so that it does like satisfy that pastry need for some people but totally. <laughs> with, without having all those extra things in it yeah yeah i crushed mine i'm done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good by all means, move at a glacial pace. Devil Wears Prada, for anyone who cares. I, I've heard good things, and I haven't seen the movie. Oh, that's good. I, that's what I've heard. I've heard I it's like, it. nope, you should watch it. It's good. You I'll, should watch it. I'll see if it's streaming somewhere. Uh, so the next one we are going to be drinking right now <laughs> is, again, still into our uh, Imperial Stout era. Uh, this is Hubbard's Cave Vanilla Every Day, and day is spelled like Sunday, D-A-E. So this is an oh, Imperial boy. Stout with vanilla beans. Mm. 12% ABV. I believe the last one was similar. So Good grief. The last one could just be the base for the rest of these. That's possible. It really did. The one that uh the one the one Hubbard's Cave that I got, I did recall some of those flavors from this when I had that stout, which mm-hmm. was like the French toast one. Oh yeah, yeah. So I tasted sure. a lot of similarities in that, but who is knows? That, right. I mean, and I don't think that's a bad Thing to do no you're just uh, doing just, what you know and yeah you're I mean, adding to it make a solid base and then yeah build off of that yeah, totally. i mean that's what i don't know i think it used to be a thing where i mean three floyds they would do you know one day a year like dark lord day then they do like 10 variants of it in the same day and it's like all come out but now it's like breweries are like hey we just have a really good base now let's just keep like building off of that throughout the year like we'll just release beers as they come kind of sounds like transient too during uh Bark Lord day where it's like yeah, the same yeah. recipe, but mm-hmm. we're going to do this one in Elijah Craig barrels. We're going to do this one right. for five years. We're going to mm-hmm. do this one. And it's all the same stuff. Yeah. See, yeah, they have the Buckley and all the versions of that. And they yeah. have Ken- Kentuckley Buckley, Kentuckley, <laughs> Canuckley, Canuckley yeah. bring the Ruckley, which is my favorite. Cause that's like a ton of coffee. It's like, oh, I think they use a ton one. of like tugboat coffee, espresso in it or something. That's what they use for the uh, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That one is really good. That one if it's i don't know it's been on tap it was on tap at hop station for a long time and i just kept drinking it every time it's in there i'm surprised because they had the uh release event the day before or like the thursday before bark lord day this mm-hmm. year they had it at hop station and uh they yeah they had like four or five variants of it or whatever mm. and i think the ones that they were going to be doing in bottles that they had them all so you could taste them and stuff and, gotcha and I don't know, they just haven't been gone. So every time I'm in there, I'm like, well, I got to get another five or 10 ounces. <laughs> get it while I can. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Great beers. But so again, this is drinking Hubbard's Cave, not transient. This is, yeah, vanilla every day. And this is their just vanilla bean, like their Imperial style vanilla bean. Yeah. It smells awesome. Smells, I mean, more vanilla y for sure. Less, like more pronounced vanilla I get in this one than I do. Then like the last one is a little more marshmallow y. Yeah, it's pretty simple, but. It's still really good. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Like, yeah, the van- just the vanilla flavor alone. Like it's very, mm-hmm. very nice, like very delicate, but makes it taste almost smoother. Mm-hmm. Like no wonder there's not a lot of carbonation in this. I mean, there's not right. usually a lot of carbonation in 
imperial stouts but yeah this one is like this is just soft yeah barely any bitterness like you could drink a large glass of this very quickly <laughs> very quickly badly like just yeah like, i'm already oh, like done with my cup yeah you're just like oh i just crushed 12 ounce you know 16 ounces of a 12 percent beer like it just <laughs> and i still have to drive home <laughs> that's what would happen yeah but this is yeah this is good simple soft definitely crushable sounds like my tinder profile <laughs> swipe oh good grief i don't even know right i don't know sure sure as two know. married men let's say I sure know. swipe right yeah i don't know how to tinder thank I don't goodness know. we'll see yeah well whatever one's correct swipe the correct way <laughs> i always joke with my wife i'm like if i ever did anything like that you'd be the first to know right <laughs> if you yeah i'd have to my ask ignorance you. is too obvious <laughs> right honey which way do i swipe on tinder to wait that- what <laughs> it's a matchmaking for cats and i mean us. yeah i mean meet up i'm on meet up trying to find friends for the ping pong club <laughs> which way do i swipe on definitely meet up for the hackers galore club <laughs> smash right. bros competition oh yeah i got a smash bros so next <laughs> thing we're drinking hubbard's cave this is the third of the imperial stouts in this one so this is imperial stout with surprise surprise vanilla beans mm. and then also toasted coconut so yes. I think this is probably pretty similar to the last one, but with toasted coconut. So well, I'm a fan already, but I love doing style work. I love tasting and I love clearly pouring beer out onto incorrectly. The counter. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> this is a nice, good color on this. One. Yeah. So it seems a little darker than the others. It's a very nice stool too. Just poured beer all over this countertop. Just, Good grief. Stout everywhere. Just train wreck. This is what the ground underneath my car looks like right now. Just stout. Just covered in stout. Yeah. Acid. <laughs> Surprise, there's got to be a beer called Battery Acid. Somebody's had to, had to make a that A sour so far. called Battery Acid. Oh, and yeah. it's just lemon and lime, but with... <laughs> but it's like concentrated and carbonated and fermented. It's like crying. Yeah. Uh, Powder Keg Brewing Company uh, made old amber battery acid, uh, but that is no longer in production. Probably because it melted their vat. Yeah. yeah <laughs> probably. All the ones I'm seeing are because people can log their home brews on here. And those oh, are the only ones true. I'm seeing are people who have made home brews called battery acid. Plot uh, twist. It's actually made with battery acid. It is a homebrew, and I, uh, some of those people are wild. Yep. So, yes, Hubbard's Cave. Oh, yeah, I don't think I said what the name of the beer was. I just said it was an imperial stout with coconut, toasted coconut, and vanilla beans. This is Cocovan, not Cocovan, with a chicken with wine. This is Cocovan. This is C-O-C-O-Van. A lot of coconut. Yeah. Good grief. Makes sense for the Big coconut fan. vanilla. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know, when you can differentiate between, like, it's not just, like, banana boat suntan lotion. Like, it is, like, very real coconut. (laughs) Yeah. Holy crud. That's really freaking good. (laughs) That's really good. Like, I like it, but I don't know, because it's just, like... 
I don't know. The coconut's like a little too much, but I don't know how you could like have it any other way because it's going to be like hidden. Like I love coconut and like this is killing it for me. Like I really I like nice. the flavor a lot and yeah. it's just like, like it's like an almond joy, like that kind of like even I would say Mounds Bar. I feel like, yeah, I mean, Mounds Bar or Almond Joy either way. Like, it's that kind of, like, yeah. level of coconut sweetness, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's vanilla bean helping out the coconut kind of, mm-hmm. like, lift it a little bit. And um, helping the coconut come over the, like, chocolatey darkness. Even though this based out, like we said, two times ago, two beers ago that we drank. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even super, like, heavy, dark chocolatey anyway. Yeah. But... Yeah, the more you go through it, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, just making just terrible stouts that we just want to chug. Like, that's the worst part of this. <laughs> it's like, all right, I just want to drink We're all of this. We're doing everyone a service by getting rid of it before they can right. detest it. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that they're making most of these sell in, like, two packs. You're welcome, like, That's Hubbard. all you need, yeah. You are welcome. <laughs> We're doing that's you what... service. Mm, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, super good. I... All three of those were Imperials, too, you said? Yeah. I was trying to think as uh, I was tasting those, and I'm thinking of, like, the Hubbard's Cave beer that I had before. I was trying to think why their flavors are just so distinct, and it's probably that Imperial-ness to it. I think the body definitely, like, lends to, like... It's very thick. Yeah, for sure. Like, I've had some coconut stouts and stuff where it's just, like... Yeah, you just wish there was more, and I think they've done it right, where it is, like, mm-hmm. it's hitting on, it's, it's not just flavor. Mm-hmm. Like, Rochester Mills from Michigan, which we'll have to cover someday. Maybe we'll make them our Christmas episode, because they released their uh, mm-hmm. Advent calendar box of 12 oh. different stouts. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. we'll I thought to, you were going to go with, like, the orange cream skull one. Well, that, that. Because I like that one. All their beers are fine for the price. Like, that's my Absolutely. thing. But... They all just taste like, like if somebody wants the flavor of that, like, because Mm -hmm. it's like, Hey, this is a, um, oatmeal raisin cookie stout. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also like $12 a four pack, which like, I'm not saying get what you can get with the money that you have. Mm -hmm. But that being said, these are like 12 bucks a two pack or whatever, like double the price, like literally probably using double the ingredients. The others are just like. Yeah, you get the flavors that they say you're getting. I'm like, yep, this tastes like that, but it's just like there's no depth to it. Like you're just like, I taste that and I swallow it and it's gone. And I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just like, yep, I guess that's the flavor. But this one is like, these ones you get that like, like you said, imperialness. Like you get that like depth of body. Like these are yeah. full bodied beers. It tastes exactly like it costs. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I mean, other than maybe maybe the only thing that I think one of the ones that is. 100% worth the money through, I mean, they're all worth the money because they're not expensive. But the one thing that's punching above its weight by uh, Rochester Mills is uh, Gypsy Goddess. Or they also do another, because mm. that's a Rodler that they do. It's their, like, Raspberry Rodler. And just like uh, Stiegel does their Stiegel Rodler, which is, like, one of the more popular. It's like a wheat beer, you know, with soda. Is kind of like the style, the German style. And uh, there's, like, a lemon one, which is really good. And there's a grapefruit one. But... Gypsy Goddess from Rochester Mills, they do their raspberry, and that is really, really good. It's like a really good summer crusher. Interesting. Yeah, it's I don't, so I mean, drinkable. Kind of like what you were saying, like, I don't think my mind passes them too much because, like, I've had it before, and I'm like, this tastes how it 
mm-hmm. costs, I guess. Right. <laughs> I mean, when I really wanted in Citywide, it was like sold out of the Orange Cream Skull, Dreamsicle. Right. I was like, I really want something. And then yeah. I bought theirs and I was Orange like. Orange Whip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is exactly what I paid for. It's it's good for and half. it's fine. Like, it tastes yeah. like it should for half the price. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> again, I feel like I, I don't know. I, I sell a lot of beer and I feel like I talk to enough people about beer. I'm just like, this beer is good for the price. Just yeah. So, you know, like yep. I like to pre-warn people or whatever. I'm like, cool. You don't want to spend $24 for a four pack of something. Mm-hmm. This is very good. It's mm-hmm. not that good, but also it's $10 cheaper. So it's the weight that you want to yeah. take on things. Like totally. it's not going to taste like that, but it is going to be, right. it's going to be good. You're going to yeah. get those flavors. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of those are even better and way even higher in the minds of people who aren't as like psychotically deep into beer as we are, where it's just like people who are just like. It's like learn- a good transition into yeah. like, I'm coming out of dad beer and I'm going into craft right. beer, or people, but I don't yeah. want to pay. 24 bucks for mm-hmm. two cans of right whatever barrel-aged untitled like, art comes you out. You probably won't appreciate that. You probably yeah. won't. I've drank so many expensive beers that you a lot of those people just won't like right. because they're just like, I don't know what's going on with this. I don't get it. Like I, for a long time, like... Uh, it's like a value discussion. Yeah, I had a neighbor who like loved Natty Ice, and that's like what he drank all the oh, time. Yeah. It was like I Natty Ice and Fireball, yeah. and that's fine. <laughs> that's what yeah. he liked, but it, and it's just like I was always drinking like quote unquote he would just air quotes like nicer and more expensive beer or whatever, and he like hated all of it. Like he'd always be game to try it. Like he was always like a nice. I mean, always nice one of the. You know, he's like, yeah, I'll try that. Let me see, and just like didn't like any of it. Where it's just like I respect him for that. Yeah, it's fine. Some people never give it the time of day. Right. It's just like he would try it and be like, nope, I don't like it. I'm like, that's totally fine. Like, but it's just like, yeah. And some people don't have the palate for it. He also like, he made me chili once and it was very, very salty. So also maybe his taste buds are shot. But so it's like, (laughs) you know, when you're to that point, like maybe, you know, like he's the guy that puts more salt on like McDonald's fries. Right. Oh, I'm just like, or or just maybe, maybe there's a ton of like iodized salt in the chili. Who knows? But so you're just like very, very salty. Uh, good for for his taste buds for not working. I mean, well, he knows what he likes. Yeah, definitely. He has, you know, and that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's gout is running his life. It's he's doing really well with all the salt. So, <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> but all that being said, we all have different palates. Um, yeah. But I would say, as a capper to this, like all these six beers that we've tasted are, I really like them all. They all have their own merits. I really do too. I was nervous about the sour part, but yeah. I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, as much as yeah, the, I mean, high points, low points. The creek wasn't maybe my favorite. Just may I think maybe just because there wasn't like as much cherry flavors I had hoped. Like mm. maybe that's just from being jaded by other like fruited sours mm. that we've had, or yeah. like other cherry ones that we've had. Maybe, <clears throat> um, but the stouts were all fire. Like, yeah, I really appreciate the stout. Like, what is it? Accident at Hubbard's Cave. Yeah. Really appreciated that one, just because people don't make those that often anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, good yeah. stouts. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'll, I'll be fully upfront that like when we first got Hubbard's Cave a year, year and a half ago, like at our store, when because I had heard people talk about them, I didn't even know where they were. I didn't know if they were like localish to mm-hmm. us. I didn't know mm-hmm. they were as close as they are because Niles, Illinois, is just like right over the border in Illinois. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like not too far from here. Um, but when 
like we finally because people were like yeah Hubbard's Cave like we're going to the release like people were like going and like getting them and special no, wow. stuff and then like when we found I was like sweet we got some like this is going to be killer and I remember trying because we had two at the time two like adjuncts and stouts that they did yeah. I was just like supremely underwhelmed like I was just like oh, it's which fine. ones were those I, I don't even remember anymore um, okay I'm trying but, to remember what I bought because I think I bought it like pretty close to that date like this, it was but i just don't i don't exactly remember which ones they were i don't think it was oh, the fuck. french toast or anything like that but otherwise i just remember having maybe it was like i don't know i don't remember but it's fine either way it was like just having a couple and i guess just from all the hype and just from knowing like some of the people who had told me about it, i'm like oh they have a really good taste so i'm like i bet you know and they're the ones talking about this so i bet it's great and i was just like oh it's kind of thin kind of blah 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 like wasn't really mm-hmm. impressed and then all three they're three for three tonight like killing it like, yeah loving all of these yeah so i've appreciated no complaints here everyone that i've had not yeah. a, not even including this one but like in my place so yeah 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 exactly yeah <laughs> appreciated all of them mm-hmm. and we're back and we're back <laughs> After a very quick, brief, super 15-second long... The briefest of brief pauses. Break. Question time. So, I have a question. Listener question this week. Listener question from... Presented by me, from you, the listener. Sponsored by John. Sponsored by me. Uh, Listener question this week, sponsored by Career Design Studio. Career Design Studio, your local to South Bend favorite graphic designer who can help you with all graphic design needs sponsoring the podcast this week uh contact them at Kurt design studio on instagram or maybe there's a website too such dope much cute and here's the question does glassware matter yes why so there are many schools of thought Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, glassware does matter to a point. Okay. Because there are specific things to be done with glassware. Um, there's, you know, your normal shaker pint that, you know, you see everywhere that is like super cheap glassware. That's just your normal pint glass, you know, flared shaker pint, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That is what... Like when you say pint, this is what I think of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just the normal glassware that you would see. Um, one, because they're crazy cheap. You know, most you can get them printed for like 50 cents a glass. Like mm-hmm. they're crazy inexpensive and they're just handy. They stack easily. Uh, they're usually thicker glass, so they're mm-hmm. not likely to uh, break as easily on you. Um, they serve their purpose and they're good for that. But when you want to get deeper into it, I, I mean, I, I know there are like people like want to get rid of it. Like, no, beer should be served, blah, 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 specific ways. I'm not in that camp. I think everything serves a purpose. But that being said, totally. like there are specific things like snifters, like cognac style snifters or whatever, like are great for certain beers. Like, and I think when I know a lot of breweries or bars who know what they're doing, when they get higher alcohol stuff, they will serve it in smaller glasses and mm-hmm. it's not just them being stingy jerks, but also like that's all about responsible serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you should, if something's 10% or more or 8% or more, depending on who you're talking to, it, you probably shouldn't be served in a pint. Like that's just like, cause you know, people are driving. That's here. dangerous. That, that, yeah. <laughs> see, that's just responsible. That's just like yeah. good service. Yeah. Like, Hey, I want you to be able to have this 
and I don't want you, and I want you to be able to drive home. Like, so, there's definitely a mentality state like, when you give them half a pint, right? Literally half a pint versus a snifter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And people are, you know, and people think about that, but then also that's also kind of a cost thing where mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, this beer, I would have had to charge $20 for a pint, but I'm going to charge eight bucks for a snifter or 10 ounce snifter or something mm-hmm. because like, it's just one, it makes it a little more manageable for people. But also aside from all that, like just flavor wise, the snifter is going to like, you know, usually they're flared inward. So it's going to like direct the nose up mm-hmm. front. So you're going to get all that smell. You're going to get all that aroma these double dry hopped IPAs mm-hmm. from like barley wines, things like that thing, stouts things that have mm-hmm. more complex noses. So that'd be good for that. Yeah. Um, there's something to like the flared out tops, like a tulip glass, like a Belgian tulip glass yeah. where it will direct a lot of the nose, but then in the outside it flares so that it kind of like just, uh, falls out of the glass on a softer way. So mm-hmm. kind of like spreads out that carbonation a little bit more for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other ones that's just like tradition. Yeah. Like there's ones that I'm like, I don't know why you need it this specific way, but there's, you know, that your German style, like the tall, um, Bavarian, like not even pint. They're like, you know, usually 20 to 32 ounces. Those like Oktoberfest ones. Uh, there's like the no knit glass, which is the one that has kind of the bump at the top, but it's not I quite at the to top. I about that. Yeah. That, and, and and that is born out of uh, like where you have the the bump that is about two inches below the top. Mm-hmm. That's mostly born out of like practicality so that if one, if it falls, it's going to tap that first and it's not going to nick. It's called no oh. nick. So it's not going to nick the top. So you're not going to chip the top. So nobody's going to like if they are drinking it next. It, I love that. You're not going to so like cool. rip on your, you know, lips yeah. or anything. And also it stacks better, too. So that's kind of like the purpose of that. Like that has no flavor purpose or anything. That's just for stacking. It's like good for bars. Um, I I personally like that glass because it's good grip too. Because it's like a kind of a nice place for your hand to stop. I have like two of those and those are like my favorites. Yeah. I really, I really like that a lot. Um, That just like a little slight flare like that. Um, There's others like there was, um, I'm forgetting what the actual one was called, but I think there was one developed by, uh, possibly bells or dogfish head or something like that. But there's like a, like there's the glass brand, like Spielglau who made one where it's like an IPA glass that they made a few years ago. No, oh, I, I don't know. Interesting. Anytime I say a few years, it could be probably like 10 to 15. At but this I, point, yeah. I'm just thinking of like it within my journey of drinking and every year that becomes longer and longer, but it's yeah. like, it was recent history. Well, it was probably a decade ago, but there was one the made COVID two years. Is right. Like what is <laughs> exactly. reality right now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyways, but it's like a, it's very interesting. Like if you look up the Spielglau, like IPA glass, like, uh, that's an interesting one as well. Um, but yeah, it's so, yes, it does matter. Um, and, but also it does, I mean, drink it how you want to drink it, but I think there can be happiness gained and like new insight gained from, if you're drinking from the proper glassware. Yeah. One thing that, I was taught when it came to like glass mattering mm-hmm. <clears throat> more in the flavor profile sense, because for me, like I'm all about like, how do I describe something that I can't see, mm-hmm. you know, coffee stuff. Um, one thing that I was taught is if you ever want to know like the importance of different glassware, 
on like a flavor and nose sense. Mm-hmm. Pour something like I was told whiskey. Pour whiskey in a lowball glass and a wine glass, and just smell mm-hmm. the whiskey. Right. One is going to be very different than the other because the wine glass. Well, let me correct myself. The I forgot how you what the proper name for it is. The one that like points up and inward wine glass, like a Glen or like red for like red yeah, wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sure. need to have a stem, but if it does, right. the one in my house doesn't. Yeah. But um, because those are like stemmed up and inward, mm-hmm. it's trapping in certain. It's trapping in the smell. Mm-hmm. Because for red wine specifically, like that's much more full body, kind of like what Dan was saying with like stouts, more complexity, whatever. So it's more complex than right whiskey. <laughs> like, even in red wine versus white wine glassware, like you're getting into like you're usually red wine, you're gonna have a bigger bowl. Like yeah. the glasses are bigger technically because they want to have a bigger bowl because they want to spread out that wine more yeah, to like totally. add more oxygen basically into totally. it so that you can yeah, yeah. it's but for like the nose specifically like yeah. air air gas like that does exist mm-hmm. and so it's got to go somewhere and it's going to get right. trapped more frequently if it's in like a narrow inward tip yeah all those aromas yeah for sure yeah whereas the low ball it's just there right <laughs> so if you just smell the difference between those two like that's how glassware matters not mm-hmm. just translate that into relevant to the podcast right. beer right like if you have a bold, uh, I was I almost said copy a bold stout. Snifters are really good because yeah, you're trapping in the complexity. You're going to get much more. You're going to get a totally different experience mm-hmm. than like a standard sixteen ounce right. glass. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, and again, I mean, with beer especially, it's like it's all what you want to bring to the table. Oh, totally. Like it's if I'm drinking like a decent stout at home, I have like a good like a nice snifter glass from like revolution. It's like their mm-hmm. deep wood series snifter glass. And like, that's what I use for all like barley wines and like nice stouts and stuff. Cause yeah. I feel like this is proper glassware for this, mm-hmm. but otherwise like, do I use shaker pints? Do I use, I just have lots of like random glassware that I've acquired yeah. over the years. I'm just like, yeah, if I'm just drinking an IPA or something, I'm just going to drink it out of this. Yeah. Like, and at fine. the end of the day, you do you. Right. Exactly. No one's going to judge. And if and if they do, yeah. who cares? Yeah, well, that, exactly. <laughs> and if you don't know what you're supposed to be getting out of it, you're not missing out on anything. Right. It doesn't yeah, matter as close. much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. You're just like, yep, I'm just going to drink this. And I'm going to enjoy it. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like all, uh, I feel like enjoyment is only deepened by education. So totally. Like, if you see the things and you learn about the things and you want to care about it, mm-hmm. cool. You're going to like that more. Yeah. But. And the discovery is going to be crazy right the more you learn about it right exactly yeah Yeah. uh anything else on your end not that i can think of all right cool thanks everyone for listening to six pints none the richer this week you can follow the show on instagram at six pints none the richer you can email us your questions and they will be read at the end of the show at the listener questions segment at six pints none the richer at gmail.com also, please leave us a review on iTunes. helps us get found organically. And for every review you leave, we will donate $1 to a local animal shelter or a something of our choice. And by something, I mean charity of choice. Um, nothing bad. Fluffy monster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to personal charities. So, uh, but please, uh, yeah, rate, review. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe on your podcatcher so you get it every week. And it's right there every single time when you get it and um we'll see you next week see ya